Welcome to the Coram Deo podcast, a podcast on the applications of God's doctrine in and throughout everyday aspects of life. Our goal is to relate and apply wonderful theological truths to the life of the believer. We are your hosts, the Kellys. Today's episode uh, is our pilot episode, our introductory episode. So uh, all the jitters and all the kinks are in full swing today. So it's our first time. So just chill for a little bit. If there's something that doesn't sound right, we're working through this here, okay? Uh, We got a lot in store for you today. Uh, In our first episode, obviously, Coram Deo podcast, our first, uh, what we want to do is just kind of talk about who we are, why we're doing a podcast, and what is Coram Deo. So I'll start us off. Uh, who am I? Uh, I grew up in a uh, small independent Baptist church in northern Maine. Uh, grew up with uh, great Christian parents and uh, grew up with uh, being in the church for everything. Um, Sunday school, um, Awana, all the things. We were there. Very thankful for the um, upbringing I had for my, from my parents, from my family. Uh, they truly loved God. They wanted us to love God. They wanted us to just understand more of the Bible and how to live it out. Both of them uh, were saved later in life and really wanted their family uh, to love and grow in the, uh, in the Word, in Christ. So very thankful for that. Um, when I got uh, into my teenage years, started to serve with Child Evangelism Fellowship, and that's where I began to kind of cut my teeth, so to speak, in ministry, understanding that, th- that God was beginning to call uh, me into full-time ministry, uh, served with CEF for years, and then uh, Lord brought me to a small Bible school in New Brunswick, where I studied for four years uh, and met the partner in crime here in this podcast. <laughs> uh, and um, after graduating from there, uh, was we were married. And I don't want to take anything from your That's your good. story, but uh, began pastoring as a youth pastor for three years at a, a church, and then for the last five years have been uh, the sole pastor of a small Baptist church in Nova Scotia. So that's a little bit about my background. What about yourself? I grew up, I'm Martha. I am the partner in crime. I grew up in a, uh, also a Christian home and also incredibly thankful for the upbringing I had. Parents who loved us. Um, my mom homeschooled us. My dad worked super hard to provide for our family. I'm the oldest of six kids. I loved growing up in a bigger family. I loved to read. I was very blessed to be taught the Bible um, day in and day out. I graduated from the Christian school that was an hour away from us. And then I also went to that same small Bible school in New Brunswick. Um, I struggled with whether I would go back after one year. And all I really wanted to be was a wife and a mom. I wasn't dating anyone at the time, so I didn't really know uh, what that was going to look like and when. But I decided that if I was going to be a wife and a mom, I wanted to be well equipped to do that. And so I did go back and finish three years at that school. Um, 
the past few years, I guess almost seven years now of being a mom, have been much different than I thought they would be back in those Bible school days. Definitely much more challenging. And that, uh, as well as serving alongside Caleb Ministry, has made me just the last few years really um, dig into scripture and theology so much more just in my personal study. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, so yeah, that's us. We love coffee and talking and our kids. Um, and hopefully you'll get to know us a little bit more as we go through this podcast. Um, so that I guess that brings us to why are we starting a podcast? So why are we starting a podcast? One thing I've learned about being married to Caleb is if you have an idea and you say it to him, it's probably going to happen. So I had an idea. I thought, hey, we love to talk at night about these theological issues or just things happening in our life, uh, things happening in the world. We should sit down and talk about it with a microphone and make a podcast. Um, not because we think we are all that, but because God has been so kind to teach us so much as we go through struggles. Um, even in our young adulthood, uh, he's taught us so much and we have this passion to share with others. Um, we are both privileged to have opportunities to teach, uh, in our church, but not together. That's something we don't get to do very often. So it's a real treat to be able to sit down and to teach together. Um, and it's just been exciting to prepare, uh, even for this first episode and to talk back and forth and what are your thoughts on this and how we can work together. And sometimes we see things differently and, um, really push each other to learn more. Uh, so I guess we're starting a podcast because we felt that, well, one, God wanted us to, two, to hopefully encourage someone else and three, just for something that we can do together to learn and in the process maybe we'll encourage someone else. We're definitely not trying to become famous or make money or anything like that, um, but hopefully we can be an encouragement to someone else with the things that God is so gracious and kind to teach us as we go through just normal everyday life. Definitely. That's my answer. I don't know if your dance no, answer is different. Yeah, I think, I think what we really want to do in this is just be an encouragement to one anyone in our local church who's mm-hmm. who's looking for a good podcast. Another thing is, if there's any people in our area, you know, Maritimes, some someone that just needs um, this encouragement. Um, this is in no way going to be supplemental to your own elder care. Right. So, if, okay. so if you have a pastor, um, you know that person is going to look after you and, and and disciple you and feed you the scriptures. This isn't a supplement to that. Um, this is this is just something to come alongside, absolutely, and, and encourage you. So yeah. we just wanted to get that out. We're, we're going to talk about things that maybe you haven't talked about in your own mm. local church. Yeah, and we're not trying to usurp your elders in their stance on certain things. Absolutely. W- what we want to do is we just want to say, look, we've we've learned some things, mm-hmm. and if we can help someone else learn some things through this then God be praised through it. Yeah. Um, that's that's really our goal in this, why we want to do this. Um, so, yeah, just share those things with you as well. So what is Coram Deo? That seems like maybe a very interesting thing to call a podcast. Yeah, so Coram Deo, 
uh, is, if you haven't gleaned from just the phrase, it is Latin. And a lot of our words um, in the English language come from other languages, and one of those other languages is Latin. So quorum uh, is uh, Latin for in the presence of. So quorum, in the presence of, and obviously, if you haven't heard this term before, it's a pretty common one, deo is Latin for God, all right? So quorum deo is Latin for meaning in the presence of God. And what we glean from that is living in the presence of God. What do we mean by that? Well, we're going to unpack that a little bit of what this means. But really, in its etymology, the words Coram Dale, living in the presence of God. So one thing you have to know is Caleb is super smart. Plus, he's in seminary, so he loves to use Latin words. I pose sometimes. <laughs> um, so in our house, uh, we often hear lots of interesting Latin words. Uh, but this one is one I'd actually heard quite a bit, and I just love the idea behind it. Um, it would It's a word that uh, the Reformers kind of came up with. Am I wrong in that? Absolutely. So the Reformation, uh, you kind of have to go into church history. Uh, to understand, if you don't know, maybe Google, make a note to Google afterwards, what is the Reformation? Mm. Because that's going to be pretty important. We'll probably reference the Reformation a lot uh, during this podcast. It seems like church history might not matter, but I think a lot of the church's problem today is that we've actually done aside with church history and we want all new. But maybe, not maybe, it would do us good to go back and look at the basics, the foundation. Coram Deo is a basic. It's a foundation before the face of God. And how do we live before the face of God? That's right. And another thing we have to understand um, is Deo is God. What do we mean by, what do we mean by God? Well, we would mean uh, in this podcast... Anytime we reference God, uh, we are um, speaking about the character of God as it is revealed in the counsel of God. So what I mean by that is the Bible is the counsel of God, and the Bible is actually the mind of God. So uh, we've been given the counsel of Almighty God, and that is from His mind, and He's revealed His character to us. So when we say quorum, we're saying living in the presence of. And then when we say Deo, we mean living in the presence of God as his character is revealed to us in the counsel of his will, meaning the scriptures. Another thing I think that the church has strayed from besides our historic uh, foundations is we no longer know who God is. Like we do not know, as you're mm-hmm. saying, like how he is revealed in scripture. Um I think typically people may choose to view God as either a big scary guy who wants to get them for every little thing they do or a kind old uh, Santa Claus type person Mm. um, who could never do, who could never judge anything wrong. Um, And those are the two views we hold our God both are incorrect. God is holy and just, and he is going to punish sin. Um, but if we are a redeemed child of God, we have been adopted by him, and we are not in that position where we have to fear him any longer. Yes, he's going to discipline us when we do wrong. But the Bible says um, that 
it says, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So when we as children of God talk about God, we are talking him about him in that view, that kind, loving um, God that we can't even imagine as humans, because all we know is even the best human father is human and flawed, but that is not our God. Um, so I think we have to start by relearning who God is before we can ever live in his presence. Because if we don't have a right understanding of who he is, if we're just still afraid of him and living Absolutely. in that fear as his child, we can't really live in his presence. Right. And and one of the things you have to understand is kind of what you're, you're hitting on is in this podcast, we anticipate talking about very real things in life, okay? Mm-hmm. We believe that the doctrines of God are not these things that are just for seminary students, pastors, mm-hmm. and pastors' wives. We believe they are for the everyday believer. And to give you a little bit of a prerequisite to the rest of, of these um, episodes is if something doesn't make sense... Um, what we want to encourage you to do is go to the scriptures, okay? Because mm-hmm. we're seeing these things that we're going to talk about with the mindset of who is God? What is he like? What does he like? What does he not like? What does he want us to be focusing on? And we translate that through the scriptures and understanding how we are to live. So if something doesn't make sense, um, understand that our goal is to see the scripture applied fully. Mm-hmm. That's our backing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not on some soapbox here. Right. We, we want you to see, we want um, us to stress that God is the one who we want to be in the presence of. One of the things we should probably talk a little bit about is the reason behind mm-hmm. Coram Deo. Mm-hmm. So sometimes Coram Deo um, gets a little bit of a bad rap in thinking that it's legalism. And that's not what this is, okay? Coram Deo is something that is not just for um, radical Christians. It's for every Christian. And we under- have to understand that everyone lives quorum something okay everyone lives in the presence of something um, even unbelievers have this thing in their life that they are worshiping or or pursuing and you can think about it with someone this this goes for believers or unbelievers someone has a hobby or something you can almost tell in, in the first few minutes of talking with them they begin to share about their hobby. Let's just say it's gardening or it's a hockey team. They, they talk about the last mm-hmm. game where they're anticipating spring, where they can do all these things in their yard for their, for their gardener. They end up living quorum something. We as humans end up living quorum something, okay? Um, so the idea that we're saying quorum Deo is where we want to be, it's not absurd, okay? Because everyone is living quorum something. And it's, it's interesting because when someone says quorum Deo is too much, it's a little bit like the pot calling the kettle black in a sense. Um, we can't run 
from the fact that we end up being quorum something. And uh, quorum persona is usually what we want to run away from. And Christ actually taught against quorum persona, which would be living in the presence of self, mm-hmm. when he says to deny self, to take up your cross daily. So uh, he teaches this this ex quorum persona and this um, quorum deo. Quorum is the right principle, okay? But we have to make sure that it's not wrongly applied. Deo is the goal. Um, and, and understanding, I think we would admit that persona is the temptation. Hmm. Persona is the obstacle. Persona is the roadblock. Mm-hmm. It's it's the hindrance, however you want to say it. Um, quorum, we need to understand, rightly applied, is, is what we want to stress is quorum deo, living in the presence of God, not of self and uh, anything else. But we want to live quorum deo. Going back to what you said about legalism, um, legalism is when you're trying to claw your way to favor with God. And that's exhausting and impossible. But holiness, true biblical holiness, is when you know how sinful you are and that it is only by God's grace that you are saved. You know who God is. You're thirsting after the knowledge of God. And as you know who God is, you want to please him and you want to obey him and you want to be holy as he is holy and you want to live in his presence. That is Coram Deo. It's freedom. It's joy because mm-hmm. your heart, everything is just going to be blessed as you follow the way God wants you to live. It touches Absolutely. everything. Um, and before I let you go on, cause I know you have, um, stuff on this too, but We also have to understand that when we are saved by grace, we are uh, at that moment part of a new kingdom. We have gone from dead to alive and we are translated into a new kingdom. We are alive in Christ and we are now an ambassador for our kings. That's our duty to fulfill everything. Every single thing we do points back to our king and reflects on him just as if we were an ambassador for a foreign country. So the motivation for our obedience is one, it comes from love. It doesn't come from us trying to measure up because we can't just muster up enough strength to be this great person who has life figured out. Um, And then to understand, yeah, we do have a duty to think totally differently about every, totally different about every single area of our life. So to give you a short little pithy um, phrasing here under the Coram Dale, we would stress um, that it means in the presence of God, under the authority of God, to the glory of God. Okay, mm-hmm. so understand there's a, there's a threefold aspect to even, even the term Coram Dale. It would mean in the presence of God, under the authority of God, to the glory of God. So just looking to the first one here, in the presence of God. We have to understand that there is proclivity between the believer and God. All right, God is interested in the lives of His people. Okay, He He wants the believer to be uh, infiltrated with His truth, so to speak. He wants every aspect of the believer's life to be something that He speaks to. Uh, he is our Father. Okay, He's interested in bringing us up as a father would any child. 
and he wants to be in the presence of us continually. So when we say Coram Deo, we're stressing that it means in the presence of God. So did you want to speak a little bit to under the authority of God? Yeah, just to go back to presence, like Psalms 139, 7-10 says, Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? So we literally can't get away from God, which mm-hmm. means our motivation of our actions is not to people please, because people don't see us all the time. But God right. sees us in every single moment. So our obedience to Him, like we can't hide which cuts out a lot of double-faced Christianity if we really understand God's presence. Um, For authority of God, I just had down Matthew 28, verse 18, which all authority is given to me in heaven and on earth, which is Jesus speaking. So if we want to see what God's authority looks like, I guess we go to the Bible and we study what Jesus said. What does the Bible say? We know that the Bible is God's words to us, and he has all authority over the entire earth. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you say people pleasers, because that, that is a temptation. It, it's, it's a very real temptation for us to live not under God's authority, but on the, under the authority of uh, people we want to end up liking us. Hmm. And I think in ministry, um, that's, a, that's a big pull for a lot of pastors, elders, leaders. Uh, they want people to like them. And probably one of the biggest in in modern evangelicalism today issues with the modern day pastor is man pleasing. And that can be difficult. Now, obviously, my context is I'm I'm a pastor, Mm -hmm. but this is not just for pastors Mm -hmm. and wives, this podcast. So anyone struggles with this notion of um, I want to live under the authority of God, but I also want other people to like me. Yeah. And that can be difficult. That can be a real pull for people. That can, I can be an idol. And I think, you know, if, if we're honest, we're all, uh, we, we all at some point struggle with that, with mm-hmm. bowing the knee to that mm-hmm. idol of, look, I, I want to live under God's authority, but I have these other people who might not like me if I do that, right. you know, because I look different if I'm under yeah. God's authority. That's something I definitely struggle with. I'm, as you know, like a huge people pleaser and it sounds good. Like I want people to like me. I want to be kind hearted. But at the end of the day, we answer to scripture. Um, That is our authority and we need to be so careful. Sometimes even my own standards of what I want people to conform to are not what scripture says. So yeah, when we're talking about God's authority, um, Living Coram Deo under God's authority means we know our Bible. We know Mm. what is required of us. You're Mm. absolutely right. So another thing, the the third one here, probably is the one that um, people understand the most, maybe, maybe not, but probably have heard more. Um, In the presence of God, not super popular. Under the authority of God, not super popular. But to the glory of God, that's probably the most common one known. Um, and understanding that this this is truly, it's a profound statement to say um, that God allows us to live for his glory. Um, this is what I think b- begins to fly in the face of legalism because I think it's, it's John 17, 24. Uh, the Lord actually says, um, 
he prays for his disciples and he wants them to see his glory. He asks the Father to see his glory. Mm-hmm. And I think we miss that in the presence of God, under the authority of God, living Coram Deo is not this set of rules for the sake that we look different, um, but it's actually an invitation to look different. Okay, It's God allowing us to come in line more with his scripture for his glory. Mm-hmm. And I think we maybe at times miss that this is an invitation to bring glory to God. All right, a very common uh, verse. So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And understanding that living for God's glory is something that we as believers can do. Mm-hmm. All right, think about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. We we can bring glory to God. We are these fallen, finite creatures who mess up on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yet God, in His grace, says you can do this for my glory. And I think we have to understand that Coram Deo is ultimately for the purpose of bringing glory to God. Um, just for my simple mind, I hear like to bring God glory or do all to the glory of God so often that sometimes I kind of forget what that means. Yeah, sure. So I think we all do at times. Correct me if I'm wrong, but to bring God glory, does that mean to reflect back to him what is already his? He gets praise. He gets praise. He gets worship. Okay. All right. I just think that does get missed sometimes. So when we're saying do all you do, whether you eat, whether you drink, that means everything we do can bring him praise. Uh, I think that is rooted in our attitude and our heart response to the task we are given. Sure. Um, and we're going to get into that as we're going to get practical in the next few episodes in different areas of yeah. our life. I think another thing we should probably point out for, for the nerds out there is the indicative and the imperative. That's just you. Of God's <laughs> Nobody cares, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, of God's holiness, okay? So in Peter's letter, uh, we see uh, God saying, you are a chosen people, holy, set apart. Okay, that would be the indicative of God's holiness. Then there's the imperative, where in the same letter, uh, it says, be holy for I am holy. So you have to understand that there's there's an indicative aspect of God's holiness in that we are set apart for his, uh, for his glory because we are holy, but he also commands us to be holy. So there's that imperative there for all the nerds other than me. Sorry, that was good. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Yes, forgiven. <laughs> I'm still not sure what indicative means, but I will look it up after. There you go. So... What is our podcast going to look like? That's kind of, that was more theological. What does the Latin phrase mean? What are the future episodes going to look like? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously our first episode is not going to be like our 10th episode. Right. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to make some changes. uh, But really what we want to do is, is start obviously a little intro might have some uh, witty banter back witty and forth. Banter. Yeah, mm. depending on uh, how <laughs> ambitious we are, or we might just forego that. Yep, and uh, just talk. Uh, we want to talk about some real life issues. Uh, might be a little bit premature for us to say, but if you have any topics you want us to discuss, sure. you can email them to myself. I don't know if we need to give out an email here because I think everyone listening to us knows us. Yeah, so. If you want to send something our way, we'd, we'd be happy to do that. 
we are constantly reading and learning ourselves. Uh, so we have some resources that we can pass along to you. Um, we, we have some podcasts we listen to ourselves. So there's a lot uh, that we have that we might be able to help you out in. So feel free to to kind of extend that invitation to us. Yeah, and just to give you an idea of what we're thinking, some ideas for topics. Is it okay if I sure. say some? Just so people understand. Like we're getting really practical. We're thinking like family culture, family worship, uh, nutrition, fitness, weekly liturgies, just to name a few um, that we really want to say, like in the really practical of life, how do we live before the face of God? How do we glorify God in very... In how we eat. In how we eat. Like that's what matters. It's those little things that all add up to a life. Sure. Um, So that is our hope to kind of go through those things. And we obviously want to speak a little bit about family yeah um but obviously all of our topics are not going to be centered around family right. it's just our immediate context yeah is family oriented so um yeah you, you might get that for the majority uh but there will be some other things in there as well absolutely and we are right now looking at a monthly format um so yeah stay tuned for monthly podcasts and updates for us along the way and if you made it this far, we're really thankful that you listened in and hopefully you join us for a, a future episode Anything Absolutely. to close us off. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, we hope to do these next time. So we'll be speaking to you. You'll be listening to us. Can't say see you next time, but thank you very much. And, uh, Lord bless you. Mm-hmm.